Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 579, titled Going Horizontal. This is the show about gaming, Xbox, anything else you want to talk about. And a real quick note, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans, for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. I am Rob, one of your fine hosts for today, also known as Presar in the digital realm. And with me, as usual, I got my good buddy, Mark. Hey, everybody. The wingman has landed. Wingman 709 here. Also known as Mark. <laughs> <laughs> in outside or, the digital space. Or, or wing or hey, you or chunk. Or, or bleep, bleep. <laughs> mm-hmm exclamation ampersand percentage <laughs> pound yeah so uh let's get rolling with this thing so what have you been playing lately anything interesting um i of course okay i gotta i gotta i'm gonna tell you're gonna get the whole story again i will shorten it down a bit though okay but the first thing i played was setting up a new tv so I made the mistake of reading an article this week about, you know, how most people won't be able to take advantage of uh, the Series uh, X um, because they don't have, you know, 120 hertz refresh. They don't have um, HDMI 2.1 ports and blah, 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 blah. And, and I was like, oh, what? I don't have what? I need what? <laughs> Well, anyways, I, I kind of was peeking around and um, ended up pulling the trigger on a, a new television. And so I got a 75-inch. I got bigger. <laughs> um, why not? Why buy the... Nice. And I, had, I almost just bought another 65-inch. But I was like, if I'm going to spend the money to upgrade a TV, I really don't need to upgrade. <laughs> why, why would I buy the same size? <laughs> that you know. is a valid point so it's almost like i have to get a bigger tv to justify paying you know but anyways a huge shout out to costco um oh my goodness i just deal is it was insane in my opinion but i got a 75 inch this tv supports both dolby vision and hdr 10 so i have options there which is nice Oh, yeah. It has four HDMI ports, two of them, the first two, which are HDMI 2.1. So I was like, score! 120 re hertz refresh and, you know, uh, this, that, and the other thing. I, You know, it's just, it has a ton of stuff to it, right? And I just couldn't pass up the price, and so I got it. Now, the interesting thing is, and I, as I, and I was really fighting this, too, because I'm like, I don't need this. My TV is good. I got a good TV. I got a 4K. I got HDR. I, you know, I, the one I bought was for the Xbox One X. You know, I bought it, you know, so it's only a couple years old. There was nothing wrong with it. And I'm probably like, I probably won't even notice a difference with these HDMI 2.1. You know, well, this is going to be a waste of money. And so I got it home and I was like, you know, and then I didn't even think about it because it's so big. None of the TV stands in my head, two 65 inches already, one in my office and one in the family room. 
And the one in the family room is a really old one. It's not a 4K, and and it's been moved so many times. It's a, it's, it's that one was a Vizio, and it had a, and it's huge, 65 inch. But they put one of those like a pedestal, um, stand that you would have like on every monitor that's on your computer, right, right? Every t- computer monitor that doesn't work right. on a TV that large. You need, you need the little, the feet at each end. Like my, my other one that I had just replaced has. Um, and so that the, the, the stand kind of cracked and broke somewhere. So I, one side of the TV we, we used, <laughs> if you have a Nintendo Wii laying around, I don't know what to do with it. I, I can recommend <laughs> it works a great prop for one end of your TV. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Cause it's been sitting there with one with, I think Wii sports case. So those two sit there and that levels out the TV screen because it tips to one side. So th- that's been sitting there propping that TV up for a long time. And uh, so I'm like, well, I'll take my really nice Samsung that I had down here and I'll put it in the family room. And it was definitely a huge upgrade for there. It, it Now it's like, oh, this TV, the picture is so much better. But I didn't expect to see like, an up, like I, it, I figured it's going to look the same as what I had. This was a waste of money. And I was, I was like, I really should take this back. And because then I found out, oh, um, none of my TV stands are big enough. This thing's too big. Um, so then I was trying to find a stand. Ha! Good luck in co in the world of COVID. It's like hard to find anything. It's ridiculous. Even furniture is everything's back ordered. You know, I mean it. This COVID crap have affected everything. I, I lucked out and found one available at a store nearby, and um, that works great. And thankfully, it wasn't one of the super expensive ones, um, but it's a real nice one. It works perfect. Um, so I grabbed it and put that together and put the TV on there. And I was just like, man, all this money. And then I plugged the Xbox in, and I'm just like, this is, you know. I turned it on and I'm like, oh, great. It's dark. You know, I'm like, well, it is a little nicer on the eyes because it's not so bright. So kids and I, we decide we'll better test it out and play some Fortnite. So I go into Fortnite and I'm just like, it's too dark. So I grab the remote and I'm kind of messing around with the, the settings and it. It like defaulted to the game setting because it knows it knew i had an xbox plugged in mm-hmm. and even the xbox when i turned it on it says hey you have a tv that has advanced features do you want to do you know do, do you want to use the those advanced features and it turns out it's like auto low latency or something like that and um, so i'm like yeah sure so we go in and we're playing Fortnite. i start messing around with the settings go to go to cinema oh that looks terrible there's like two cinema modes and basically it's like one's a brown filter on it the other one's a darker brown filter uh then there's like a tv mode there's standard and i was like the standard looks okay you know it, it's brighter it, and then i hit the next one it was vivid <laughs> oh it was like the clouds parted the sun's rays come shining through it was it was bright magic it was clear it was sharp and I'm like, yes, this is this is better. This is what I like. And as I'm playing, I'm, I was riding in the back of a pickup truck, and my daughter was driving. And I'm like, and usually she's always driving. I'm always hopping in, and then the you know, 
and I've been in the back of these little pickup trucks before. And I was like, wait a minute. That truck has wooden slats in the bed of the truck. I'm like, I've never noticed that before. So I start looking at the truck and as she was driving and turning, I'm like, there's like mud on these tires and look, there's, there's tread and like, and then, so I hopped out, fought a little bit and I'm walking up a hill and I'm like, this hill, I said, there was always grass before, but this is different types of grass. I'm seeing like, like, it's not all just green grass. I'm like, there's different shades in different areas and it's like, this is a little taller. That's a little shorter. This is a little darker. That's a little light. I'm like, I swear I've never noticed this before. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness, this looks amazing. So I still don't. Now the TV I had before didn't have all the stuff that this one has, but the, the console, the Xbox one X wasn't built with like, you know, so I don't think the 120 refresh rates or the HDMI 2.1, they're not doing anything to my knowledge. My other TV is a 4K, had HDR. Why the huge difference? I don't know. But I'm seeing things in this game <laughs> that I did not see before. And it's, it yeah. is just incredible looking. Um, and then before we started recording tonight, before we were starting to record, I'm like, well, let me jump on i'll play you know do little gems of war and stuff and i booted that thing up and it was just like holy crap like this looks so good <laughs> and it's just a gems of war it's like you know it, but it's 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 so much sharper and brighter and just vivid i guess that's a good that's why they call it i don't know it everything looks just better like I really wasn't expecting any of this. So I'm very happy right now um, Good. with this. And now I'm now I'm really excited. Like we got like four weeks, dude. If, if we get day ones, <laughs> if we still get them, <laughs> we're going to have a new console to plug in. And then I cannot wait to see the difference. So, but, nice. uh, um so i played obviously gems of war and Fortnite this week um the other thing i did if you want to put it called play um i noticed that my xbox series x in the family room one day i was like wait a minute why does this look different like the dashboard looked different and i started looking around i'm like this is not what i have downstairs I'm like why is this different well it turns out that one was still in the insider program <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, looky, looky there. So it got an update. So I ended up going out and, and putting my One X into the same beta program or the insider program um, on the, I still don't, I'm not in the alpha ring. I think it's still the beta ring. That's like, you can't yeah. get into the earlier rings, I guess, unless you're invited. But um, so now my One X actually has the same version of the OS and i really like it like the improvements i'm seeing even on the dashboard yeah things have moved around but it's like i, I like where they're going with this yeah no, um, i agree yep. it, it seems is i think it's going to get a little easier to find stuff and and their organization i think is is a little better and i love like the outline 
around i don't know if i'm supposed to talk about it but i think you I think this stuff is out there um, yeah i don't i don't think it's a secret um i think you i think the videos are out there of it there's but, no embargo <laughs> uh, yeah i don't think so i know there's yeah. stuff on the the series x that people that have them in their hands the reviewers that still can't talk about certain yeah. things and maybe this is what they're not supposed to talk about i don't know i'm not reviewing yeah. a series x but it's just and again i'm not going into details but just like when you move around on the on the box or the item that you're on you got that highlighted color around it and it's like it's a i like that it just it makes it easier to see where you are what you've got selected is stands out more um it's a the dash seems cleaner um it does even, yeah. though, even though i liked the original where you went to the right you know you had like the four tabs and you just bump her oh, over yeah mm -hmm. i miss mm -hmm. that i hate that they put everything in one big long list i think that was stupid um and it takes longer in my opinion to find what you want but um now now you can hit that xbox button and like you've got your your menu comes up but then there's like the little what is it the game pass and there's a store icon at the bottom and you just go down so you're not yeah i just like what they're doing with it and it looks really good so i don't it's, think i'll put that's my how it, that's how it should have been in 2013 yeah exactly i agree but uh i don't think i'll put my series x into the program <laughs> i don't know if i want to do that um because it it is annoying like every time you turn it on you got to get a new update but yeah um, i don't know i might stick with it and just put the series x in there too just keep it in but why not that's, that's what i've done this week so okay so um i've been playing a little bit of fortnite of course and uh i wound up picking up uh wolfenstein 2 again so it's something that I started a while back and then uh, kind of stopped. And uh, I think I mentioned last week that I lost all my progress from when I picked it up a couple weeks back. And so I redid everything and I wound up finishing it. It's, uh, it was a lot of fun. It really reminded me of uh, you and me gaming and doing the uh, Young Bloods. Yeah. You know, well, a lot of the same stuff. And, uh, and uh that uh, bj blasco it just cracks me up like uh if, if you ever played the beginning i think you played the beginning of it right yeah a little bit of it so you, you know that one thing with the dog right yeah yeah so um there was a, a thing where i don't i don't think it's a spoiler or anything like that because it's right in the beginning of the game but uh so bj Blaskowitz as a kid uh, was forced to shoot the family dog by his dad, which is kind of a, a jerky guy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, in towards, I'll say three quarters of the way through, uh, Wolfenstein two, BJ Blaskowitz is confronted by a panzer hound. And that's like the big mechanical dog. Right. Right. And he's shooting, he's shooting at the thing. And then I think when he destroys it, he goes something like just like before, but now it's a bigger dog, bigger gun. <laughs> it's like, <whoa. laughs> just a, there's just a lot of stuff in there. That's kind of like uh, little one liners. And I did not deliver it anywhere near as well as, as, as he did, but uh, I'm looking forward to 
Wolfenstein 3 coming out for sure. Well, whenever that is, because I heard that it's going to be a trilogy and it's going to be the last one. And hopefully they'll continue Youngbloods and come up with uh, <laughs> another one of those. Yeah, I would play that through. Yeah. With you. But this time I'll wait and not pay the money for it and then wait till it's free before you finally decide to play. Well, <clears throat> Bethesda, so it should go straight into Game Pass. Yeah. Now I shouldn't have to pay for it yeah exactly I'll just wait i'll just download it when you decide you're ready to play which will be like day one <laughs> nah whatever <laughs> and so i'm now i'm thinking of well i'm trying to decide if i'm going to continue to do a lot of the stuff um you know past the end of the game there's like all sorts of missions and you can get extra stuff and weapons and you know like very similar to how they did it in young bloods after the story ended so I don't know if I'll, if I'll keep up with that or uh, I really need to get back and finish uh, Dishonored, uh, what, Death of the Outsider uh-huh. I think is, is the one. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, there's a couple of uh, DLC kind of things for Wolfenstein. I forgot about those. I'll do those first. There's like four of them, I think. But anyway, <laughs> so uh did that and I think that was it there was something else i kind of wanted to talk about but now i really don't remember what it was oh well that's good enough and um so that's it all right yeah you ready to get on with the topics let's do it for the show all right so uh they've teased or not teased they've they've told us for a while now that there's going to be expansion cards available for the uh xbox series consoles series x series s whatever and the first one that they've talked about is pretty pricey right 220 for the seagate one terabyte yep and you know we haven't heard anything else about them all we know is what they partnered with seagate they developed this but you know we don't really know is it you know is it something that's like trademarked by Seagate or is it just, you know, a PCIe 4.0, like everything out there, uh, you know, similar, maybe just a different form factor. You know, it's like a little plug-in module instead of, uh, you know, like those NVMEs or something like that, like uh, attached to the motherboard with right. a screw or whatever. But uh, one thing that, uh, Microsoft confirmed was that there's going to be multiple cards that will be available at some point. So we will have options. I would imagine probably larger capacity, hopefully from other manufacturers as well, just so that, uh, you know, we get some options. It's nice to have options because then you can decide, you know, what companies, products you want to get, you know, not everybody necessarily likes Seagate. Um, so I know actually any drive maker that you have, you eventually wind up having problems with, with their stuff. So I don't know if any are necessarily worse than others, but uh, yeah, some had a really bad reputation for a while. Like I remember having yeah. some Western digitals that were just dying left and right. Remember Mac store? Yeah. That's another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all got bought up and stuff. So 
the one thing again that is going to be kind of uh something that we're all going to have to deal with you know the sys the, the series x comes with what one terabyte and then that formats down to a much well not much it's it's a smaller size right so it's not a full terabyte you get 931 gig usable on there and then the os uses about 130 gig of that so i imagine a lot of that is probably for the saves or the os and who knows what else right so of your one terabyte you're only going to have 800 gig left and some of these games, they're just crazy, right? Like, isn't and like they're going to get bigger? Yeah, isn't Fortnite like fifty gig or forty, fifty gig? There's, was it the Master Chief collection is like over? It's like one hundred and twenty-five gig or something. Mm-hmm. So. so if that's the case, I mean, so it's two game. You could potentially get two games on three hundred. So maybe like five games for five really big games, and. uh you know, you might fill up the the internal. Now, did we talk about uh, the uninstalling last week? I don't think we had it as a show note this week thing. You know what I'm talking about? It, um, I don't recall. But yeah, well, before we you before you jump into yeah. it, so this article, let's see, this I'm trying to see when this was written. So this was in December of last year when they talked about game sizes. So again, this could be changed, but like Gears of War 4 is 100 to 120 gig in size. And you know it's going to get bigger because it's going to have the Series X upgrade. Plus it's had DLC over since then. So you're looking at probably over 120 gig for Gears. Halo 5 Guardians was 98.2 gig. Forza Motorsport 7 which just went live um, on Game Pass, is 95 mm-hmm. gig. Yeah. Red Dead 2, 88 gig. Grand Theft Auto 5 is 57. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon is at 49. And then Assassin's Creed Odyssey is at 45. So, I mean, that that's... So that's just what one... Two, that's the top seven games right there. You're, you're definitely... Uh, that's two, three... Four. You're at about 500 gig with just the about 550. I'm yeah. um, not including any DLC since last. So you're probably right there with just those. You're going to max out that drive. You got to start switching stuff in and out. Yeah. If you have an external. And again, that doesn't even, they don't even have the Halo Master Chief collection, which I'm pretty sure is around 120, something to that, something to that size. So yeah. Uh, we're going to need extra, you're going to need extra storage, especially, and it's kind of sucks that it is, uh, well, we, you know, on the smaller size because of game pass. Like just today I installed like five games, you know, because it's like, oh, if you go into the game pass app and you install five games remotely, you get a hundred points, a hundred reward points. Yeah. yeah. Today it's like a four <laughs> times bonus. So I went and installed, and I'm always looking for what small ones, <laughs> like, Where's those 200K games? Yeah, put that on there. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of those. Okay. So the one thing that uh, I was going to mention was that they announced that, and I think this was announced this week then, or after our show. What Last show. 
was that uh, they're going to let you uninstall certain aspects of games. Remember seeing that? So like, let's say, yeah, yeah. Because wasn't it the, like the single player and the multiplayers are going to be like separate. So isn't that what you're talking about? They're going to be like separate installs. If kind the of? developer chooses to support it. Yeah. So, so like Call ex- of Duty people, if you play the campaign, you could basically delete the campaign if you're only playing multiplayer. Right. Okay. I don't know how much it'll save you, but it's an option. And we like options. Yep. And then, you know, talking about the drive stuff though. Okay. Imagine the imagine the the little console, the Series S, right? So that one is three hundred dollars, and I think it has a half terabyte, right? Because I don't think it's a full <laughs> terabyte like the like the Series X. So it's got half a terabyte for two ninety nine. And then you have to buy this little module, which costs like two thirds of the console itself. I know. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, two nine two twenty is list price for these drives. You know, hopefully they'll drop in price and hopefully they won't be like the elite controller, which largely hovers right around list price. Or is like ten dollars less. It's like no. <laughs> yeah, five twelve gig drive on that S. Yeah. Yep. So that thing You're gonna have probably, two games on it, and that's about it. Yeah. Oh that's right. But yeah, you can run well, here's the I better be careful on this, but anything that's not a series X or a series well a series X game, you can run it from your USB drive. Right. But my understanding, I think if I read this correctly is series X games cannot be run from a USB storage device. Correct. They have to be on the internal drive or this, the MV and Two point four gigabit gigawatt expansion card, whatever it's called. Sure, right. So it has to be on. It has to be on the new drive, essentially. But yes. you can play like all your other stuff at, on the on the USB drive. Now the problem is going to be like, oh well, I'll just play Fortnite off the old drive. No, you won't, <laughs> because Fortnite has a Series X update coming. <laughs> I wonder if you can choose to run the old one. I, with smart delivery, I would think that no. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, we'll have to see what happens when we get them in our hands. If you can choose which version you want to play. But I would think you'd want the new one anyway, because it's got right. all the ray tracing. And Why would you stuff. take the old one? Just, I mean, if you're going to do it just for storage, then find a couple bucks and get an extra drive or something but mm-hmm. oh from uh from when jonathan was on he mentioned that we just talked touched on ray tracing a little bit and he mentioned that uh the geforce cards like the newer ones they can do ray tracing it's not necessarily limited to the you know 20 whatever 70 and up you know the 3000 series 2000 series 
So I did a little bit of digging and sure enough, my uh, 1080 Ti that I have in my PC can do the ray tracing. So I'm like, all right, let me try this. And so uh, I booted up Fortnite, turned it all on. What you have to do is you have to enable DirectX 12, which is, I guess, still kind of experimental. You have to have recent drivers. So did the uh, DirectX 12 check recent drivers check the ray tracing setting enables got that checked set up a couple of the settings reduced my uh, resolution just in case and man can i can i say something it, before you what can, i'm gonna pause you for just what's that while you went through all that mm-hmm. i already had two victory royales in solo matches i'm just saying okay while you're while you're fiddling with all your PC settings and drivers, I already had two solo wins. <laughs> okay, fine. So, <laughs> for PC anyway, master race. I'll keep going. I'm, yeah. I couldn't resist. It was just like two minutes. <laughs> Whatever. Not like it's a big deal. No, because it was already in. It's already in the drivers. It was already in uh, Fortnite. I just had to enable it. And uh, man, did it run like crap. <laughs> oh really oh, it's horrible horrible unplayable but wow. it looked nice <laughs> it did look nice <laughs> well there you go <laughs> but utterly unplayable and the 1080 a graphics card is uh is still pretty decent but uh it is absolutely not optimized for ray tracing at all <laughs> in comparison to the new stuff so i'm looking forward to the uh I'm looking forward to the ray tracing in yeah. the console for sure. <laughs> but um, anyway, we ready to move on? I think we covered everything, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, next up, uh, you know, mentioned Wolfenstein a little bit ago, Dishonored. And there's another game that uh, that the folks made called Prey, right? That was in Game Pass for a while. And I think it I ne- left. And I, a couple I never. Ago. It did. It was one I downloaded too, and mm-hmm. wanted to play, and never got around to it. Yeah, same here. And then it, you know, left Game Pass, and it's like, oh, uninstall. Yeah, that's what I had to do. Run it. So you know, Wolfenstein Dishonored and Prey, right? They're part of Bethesda, which is part of Zenimax, which is now part of Xbox Game Studios. And there's been a lot of chit chat as to you know what's going to happen with these titles, right? Because a lot of them are cross-platform right now. And, uh, you know, is is uh, Microsoft going to continue that? Or are they going to change things up and make them uh, their own IP? Well, uh, there's been some uh, brand new ESRB ratings for some collections uh, containing Wolfenstein Dishonored and Prey. Uh, let's see. There's the Dishonored and Prey uh in uh the arcane oh no wait um so there's the arcane collection which includes dishonored dishonored 2 dishonored death of the outsider and prey and then there's the wolfenstein alt history collection which comes with wolfenstein new order wolfenstein new blood wolfenstein 2 the new colossus and wolfenstein young bloods um and these are enhanced versions of the games for the Xbox Series 
X and S consoles. Now, the thing of note is from uh, what people have found out was that these are only listed, uh, these collections are only listed as being available for Xbox. So what actually does that mean? Is it only Xbox just because these are enhanced for Xbox? Or is it Xbox only because they're now no longer coming to the other platforms? So that's going to be interesting because I think Wolfenstein, you know, it's been on PC, right? Which is still kind of like Xbox. And I think it's on Switch and it's on PlayStation. It's been like on everything. Yeah. Todd Howard so, likes to make his games available on everything. Oh, sure. Oh, what is <laughs> Like, was Skyrim? Yeah. There's, we bought there's him, that... so he'll stop putting it on everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I can remember exactly how it went. <laughs> Skyrim on the new LG refrigerator. <laughs> on your, you know, wish, wish Samsung watcher. Galaxy smartwatch. <laughs> on your Apple Pen Sill or whatever it's called. Yeah. So, um, so we'll see. I, I was kind of thinking about these collections. And I mean, man, I love the Dishonored games. I love the Wolfenstein games. <laughs> And, you know, I've noticed some similarities between them with the looks and the gameplay. So maybe that's why I like them so much uh, mm. together. But I, I was kind of wondering, I'm like, man, is, am I going to be pulling like a Tomb Raider where, you know, the, the new version of Tomb Raider came out on the Xbox One and I wound up replaying the whole thing. So I don't know. We'll see. I, well, I, I, it's not going to, I don't think it'll be enough to make me replay Youngbloods. Yeah. yeah it's been too I'd soon i'd rather play i'd rather play something new yeah yeah have you ever played dishonored no yeah you probably might like that it's got a young bloods kind of feel it's got like a little bit of like magic in it and uh some uh powers and all that good stuff but anyway good, good stuff I, it's it's more of a isn't it like a um steampunk style mm of environment or something kind of and i don't i don't like steampunk it's not it's think of alternate history not necessarily steampunk but it does kind of have that look but it's really um it's later than medieval it's and it's got like more recent technology that's an awful description if, but if they put Series X versions out in Game Pass, then I, I won't be out anything to try it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I imagine these will probably come to the consoles. In uh, Well, I don't know if you even need these if it's just coming to Game Pass. Well, anyway, but I, it's, it's going to come out, period. You could buy them. It's not yeah. like they're going to just release to, to Game Pass. No, I'm talking about these uh well i guess this is available for people that don't have game pass they can buy the collections yeah i would i would hope so Mm -hmm. so no release dates are mentioned uh quite yet on this but uh but it's coming all right gears tactics has gone gold and you can pre-download it i saw (laughs) that uh that was uh up on uh on the interwebs the other day and they also changed the achievements to boost the gamer score to 1,400. There you go. 
So yeah, Gears Tactics has gone gold for Xbox consoles. Uh, it's going to be out November 10th alongside the new consoles. Uh, and then pre-order it on the console before December 4th, 2020, and you'll receive a Thrashball Cole character pack. Yeah. Or just play, or just play it on Game Pass. I'm sorry, that was my Hodge Twins. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Woo, baby. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Coltrane was woo. Mm-hmm. So I think what they added like 400, I would assume. Yeah, I think so. Extra. Yeah. Yeah, 400 new gamer score. Yep. 11 new achievements. Uh, one, of them, <laughs> one of them is called Number Five is Alive. Complete a mission with Jack. <laughs> but do you remember yeah. Number Five? No. You don't you ever remember the movie back? I think it was in the maybe eighties, late eighties, early nineties, um, short circuit. I don't think I ever saw the whole thing. Number five is alive. It was the robot. Okay. <laughs> His name was number five. <laughs> oh, I never knew that. Okay. Uh all right. Uh Xbox Game Studios has a bunch of stats that uh that they released. And I love my stats. Love me some stats. So let's see. The, so they have uh, a bunch of launches that launch this year. So Ori and Will of the Wisps, Bleeding Edge. Did that one release? I say that sarcastically because I don't think anybody's playing it. Gears Tactics, Minecraft Dungeons, Grounded, Flight Simulator, Battletoads, Tell Me Why, Wasteland 3, and Age of Empires 3. And coming down the line, we've got uh, a whole bunch of things here. Age of Empires 4, Psychonauts 2, oh, I can't read this too small, something Dusk Falls, uh, State of Decay 3, Everwild, Avowed, uh, Forza Motorsport, Fable, Halo Infinite, and um, Hellblade 2. And they teased, Microsoft teased, plus more unannounced titles. So that's the, but wait, there's more. So a couple of things that they announced. Oh, wait, Rob, I thought Xbox didn't have games. Yeah, they don't. Okay. <laughs> keep Keep listening to your to your news they they'll tell you what to think the fake news yeah fake video game news <laughs> so uh so here's some of the stats uh some of this stuff's pretty cool so there's 15 xbox game studios games launched to date 10 of which are brand new titles and they say many more uh, are going to be coming which is a record for xbox now this is crazy 1.66 billion hours played by our fans and counting the most ever year to date for Xbox game studios. Well, I guess when you have more studios and more games, you'll get more hours, right? Yeah. But over one and a half billion hours. That's, man, that's a lot of time. So here's my question. <laughs> See, I gotta, I always gotta do this. I gotta play devil's advocate, right? Sure. So 1.66 billion hours of Xbox Game Studios titles. So that 
they're probably going, oh, well, we just acquired all these Bethesda studios. How many hours have people been playing on all platforms? <laughs> you know, maybe it just says it just says 1.66 billion hours by our fans and counting the most ever year to date. So you go for the last year, right? They just mm -hmm. added. So they're going to probably include every Bethesda title that was even on PS5 or PC or well, Switch or if maybe they will and we'll see it bump to like 4 billion <laughs> then we know why i'm saying it was probably already in this number cuz this was after they acquired them <laughs> maybe you know you it will is. never know you, you know it know. is you know how so, marketing is <laughs> so microsoft flight simulator their longest running franchise returned with a metacritic score of 92 a top rated pc game Ori and the Will of the Wisps was the highest rated Xbox game launched with an average uh, score of 90 on Metacritic. Yeah. Then Grounded, a new release from Obsidian, it exceeded more than 1 million players. Uh, and Sea of Thieves surpassed 15 million players. I don't uh, know how people are playing Sea of Thieves. Yeah. They like it. Wasteland 3 uh, yeah, came out, game. Metacritic score of 86, and July they announced five new titles from studios. And here's a couple interesting stats from Flight Simulator and Minecraft, Minecraft Dungeons. Microsoft Flight Simulators have logged over 26 million flights and more than a billion miles flown. Wow. which averages out to 15 times more than the number of real life flights taken globally each day in 2019 and enough miles to circumnavigate the globe over 40,000 times. <laughs> wow. That's nutty. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a cool stat. I like that one. And then Minecraft dungeons has become a co-op favorite with 6.9 million multiplayer sessions over the past two months, nearly two thirds of which were couch co-op. So that's 4.4 million. Wow. And more than 500 million bugs have been squashed and grounded, but there are over 10 quintillion insects in the world. So we've only exterminated point I, mean, I don't even know how many zeros. There's like 10 zeros. Point, 10 zeros and a 5% of all the there's, insects. There's 11 zeros. <laughs> 11? Okay. After the decimal. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was actually going to ask. <laughs> so. A uh, couple two tree. <laughs> yeah. So that's some interesting stats. I thought, I thought some of that yeah. stuff was cool. Like, especially that flight simulator. One, uh, I've been meaning to try that. I finally got it downloaded. Was, uh, I was being very particular about my downloading because I was nearing my download cap. Yeah. So I had to stall it until October. But uh, yeah, so these numbers are just going to grow. And I hope they share some of these stats because, uh, you know, in the future, because I think the info is pretty cool. Then uh, Minecraft Live happened a while back. I think it was early October. 
late September. I think it was early October. And uh, they announced a whole bunch of uh, Minecraft news, of course. Uh, Minecraft-wise, there's the cave update. So the caves and cliffs update. So there's lush caves and dripstone caves and a bunch of other stuff. Um, and then the main thing I want to talk about is the Minecraft dungeons section. And this, so this is cool. I don't know if you read any of this, Mark, but there's going to be a major update in November, which is going to add a free update for crossplay. Nice. Finally. <laughs> How long has this game been out? Would it come out in May? I think. I think it was May because it was supposed to be out like Marchish, and then they pushed it back. Sure. So it's nice to see that they finally have crossplay, and um, maybe they'll add cloud saves to everything as well. <laughs> how do they not do that? How how do you come out with a game like this and not do that? But anyway, and then uh, so crossplay. Uh, is one thing that's coming out, and then there's going to be a new Howling Peaks DLC and a season pass that are coming out in December. Sold. Take my money. Yeah, the new DLC is going to have a new boss, the Tempest Golem. And then uh, there's going to be a new difficulty called Apocalypse Plus. Ooh. This adds 20 new difficulties after Apocalypse 7. Wow. It increases the character's power ceiling and adds new enchantments and items. Sweet. Yeah, so that's uh, pretty crazy. Have you been playing it at all lately? Um, I it's been a bit. I haven't got a whole lot of gaming in recently. Yeah. So um, I'll be back on this weekend, hopefully getting quite a bit in. Been busy the last month with family and stuff visiting. No, so. And then uh, my dogs the are last... getting some playing in right now in my office here. <laughs> they're going crazy <laughs> playing with each mm -hmm. other right now having fun no barking and no squeak toys yet yeah no they're biting on each other and jumping and they got a rope so no squeak toy <laughs> i can break the squeak toy out if you want no that's okay <laughs> i know you missed and then and then uh one last thing about minecraft dungeons is apparently uh there is now a line of clothing t-shirts hoodies and hats that are available uh it is by cloak cloakbrand.com so they have some hoodies some t-shirts hats um it's meh hmm. i think uh could look a lot cooler although there's this one oh it's a blanket would have been nice if it was a shirt there's a blanket with a key you know little keys that run around yeah yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, they're cute. It, yeah, so it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be a T-shirt or something, but it's a blanket for sixty-four oh. bucks. You need a blankie, not for sixty-four bucks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there's a little bit of clothing that's out. There was also a book, uh, Minecraft the Mountain, and then there's an education edition of the game, and uh, and some other stuff. Ooh, what's this? Well, some kind of competition thing. Anyway, so yeah, the main thing I want to talk about is the Minecraft Dungeon stuff. Because there's some cool stuff coming down the road in November and December. Uh, next up, GameStop 
uh, inked the deal with Microsoft for a couple of different things. So they're going to be using Microsoft products. And this is the boring business stuff, right? Office 365, Azure, Cloud, Surfaces. You know, they're going to be using all this stuff as uh, you know part of doing business. And at the same time, they're going to be doing Xbox All Access. I don't remember if they if they did this on that pre-order date or not, because there's only a couple of places that did it. I don't remember. I, I didn't look yeah. into it since I wasn't doing that, but mm-hmm. I'm so, going to say that they didn't because the article I read said, like, now they'll be able to do this as well or something. Yeah. So the thing that I was initially kind of wondering when I initially saw this headline is I'm like, all right, so they're shuttering their Microsoft stores. Maybe they're going to leverage GameStop and, you know, kind of have a little Microsoft section in there. Yeah. But but I did not see that, unfortunately. So I don't know fully what this is, what's going to become of this. I bet we're going to hear some more. But, uh, yeah, I think this has more to do with uh, Microsoft's you know, Microsoft's products enabling GameStop to do their stuff. Yeah, I don't, it seems like a weird one because, I mean, I don't think GameStop's going to be around very long. I really don't. Yeah. Um, and it, it seems like with, especially like Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo all starting to head to the cloud. I mean, you're basically like, why would GameStop, it just doesn't make sense. Like GameStop, their businesses retail and these, you know, all their business is going away. And used. Yeah. And there's, well, you even used has gone away. Yeah. Because of digital. I shouldn't say cloud. I should say digital. Um, so it does seem like a weird pairing up. And I don't know if Microsoft's looking at it like, well, we'll get them all using our hardware in a, in a retail and use it as a, you know, Hey, GameStop's doing it, like, to move into other areas. Like, their Surface Go tablets, you know, I mean, you go into an Apple store, and they're all on Apple devices, you know? So if you can get, like, a Surface Go, which is small, this is a perfect type of device for employees in stores to walk around and use to help customers, you know? And in reality, if you've got someone's like, hey, I want this, you go in the back, get it, and they, you've got the little card swipe thing right on your go. You just swipe it, have them sign on the go, and walk out. It's like they'll email you, you know, uh, a receipt or or even just print it out on a little printer they carry with them on their hip. I mean, all the mobile stores do the same thing. Like you go into an AT&T or Verizon or T-Mobile store, and they're all using tablets. Sure. So could just be a way of trying to get that in and then having it as an example for other customers of like, you know, uh, what's it, what's it like a reference GameStop, oh, yeah. like a reference for them because they got to know GameStop's not going to be around very long. So yeah. it's, it seems, you know, I don't know, maybe they're cutting a deal. Maybe GameStop's by moving into Microsoft. Maybe they're like, look, you move to us. We'll give you this hardware to use. You know, they save money on office products and stuff to help them stick around longer. I don't know. It just seems like a weird pairing at this. It just seems weird to me. Yeah. When you look at the retail landscape, though, 
you know, who, who are the players, at least here in the United States, right? So you have GameStop. But, but which, like Best Buy, this with Best Buy would have made more sense to me. But, okay, so there's, there's a different thing, though. Okay. All right, so you have GameStop. Their business is video games and the junk associated with. I'm talking about like the bobbleheads and the <laughs> plushies and the posters. But that's that's and, been added to try to keep them yeah, relevant. Absolutely. That's so, but, they're, they're, they become basically, well, didn't they buy or don't they own think geek? Maybe I think they did. I mean, because it's like when, when you go in there now, it's almost like a think geek store and I love think geek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you look at some of the other players here in the United States, right? You have Walmart, Target, the other regional stores, you know, that are smaller than the two we just talked about. Costco. Yeah, Best GameStop, Buy. GameStop owns them. Okay. Oh, and, the parent is GeekNet. The owner is GameStop. Okay. So, you know, you look at all these companies and, or these stores, and then you kind of think about, okay, who does Microsoft has have the most or the biggest footprint in? It is, of course, GameStop. You look at like a Walmart, you know, Walmart, they want to sell Xboxes. They want to get people in the store. But Walmart kind of bullies a lot of, oh yeah, you know, companies that, uh, that they sell their products. So when it comes to these stores that do the video games, Microsoft, I think, has the most clout and push in a GameStop. Whereas Target, you know, do they really care if they sell video games? No, they're all about clothing and diapers and, you know, stuff like that. Walmart, you know, a little bit of a different landscape in there than a Target. But, you know, the similar type of thing. Best Buy, you know, they're all about other stuff. Video, you know, TVs and all. GameStop yep. has Sony, PlayStation, Nintendo. That's that's their big ones. So that's like a third of what they sell. Yeah, but Best Buy sells computers, which mm-hmm. are majority running Windows. They have a big sure. Windows section. They have an Apple section. They have a, a video game section. You know, so it, it just in in Best Buy's gonna be around longer than a GameStop. That that's what i mean it just seems like what's gamestop's future why would microsoft even bother well you know that's you why know, i think it's a it's like ah they're not gonna be around long but let's let's jump in we can get our stuff in there get them moving over to us and it'll be a reference account and we can say look it did and then if for some reason they stick around and gamestop's like oh they saved us all this money that's another good positive for microsoft sure. like there's got to be something in it for both and and I, that's the only thing I could really think, you know, except I guess, you know, oh, well, you get the gamers in or the younger people and they're, oh, they had a Surface Go. I like that's cool. I don't know. I've never thought that when I was getting a cell phone by whatever tablet they had, but because they're so covered and you can't even tell what they're using because they're all covered in protective mm-hmm. <laughs> cases and stuff. But I mean, and then for GameStop, like what's in it for them unless they're getting 365 and teams like free essentially like there, there's got to be something they're 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 losing money they got to cut costs they got to be getting some kind of deal from microsoft for this well to you help, know, they could help al- them. yeah they could always reinvent themselves like you look at best buy 
back when we were at Circuit City. Best Buy yeah. was circling the drain. I mean, they they were on credit hold. They weren't getting shipments because they couldn't pay the bills. And yeah, now they're, they're the last the last man standing now. Yeah, and that was when Circuit City was actually doing okay. <laughs> now yeah, it's gone. Oh, uh, Circuit City, what exists in Canada now? I think. I yeah, think they're no. still around, but I think they're only in Canada. Yeah, I think it was Systemax Bottom. They're the same ones that bought up uh, CompUSA. Compusa. Compusa, <laughs> yeah. And uh, didn't they do Tiger Direct? Well, all the Tiger Direct stores are gone too now here in yeah. Chicago. They're all probably Spirit Halloweens now. All <laughs> yeah. Halloween City. Like all the Toys R Uses are. <laughs> Toys R Us. JC Penney's, the Sears. Yeah. And it's funny, like, uh, I mean, it's been a couple of years since I went into a spirit, but it's like they go into like a Toys R Us and the store that they rent is so huge. They actually have to put up walls to make their little store yeah. smaller. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So uh, interesting little development with GameStop. We'll see if any m- more develops from this. Um, kind of curious about it. I, th- I think there might be some more down the road. and. Uh, who knows? We'll we'll see. Maybe uh, GameStop will turn my opinion around of them. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't either at all. Yeah, I love Digital World, man. I just buy direct from Microsoft. Yeah, I don't. I cut out the middleman. I mean, I know that's probably un American, <laughs> but like mm-hmm. GameStop, it's just I. It's like dealing with a car dealer. It's like I hate I hate wireless uh, cell phone companies too. They are just, they're almost worse than buying a car. Those people have become like the new used car salespeople. Have you tried to go in and get a phone from a, from one of those storefronts lately in the last couple of years? No, I haven't. Dude, it takes forever. Yeah. I haven't gone through that in probably like 10 years now. So if I, if I do an upgrade, it'd be like, send it to my house. I'll do it myself. It's a nightmare to do it in the store. You wait forever. They're super slow. They've got these contracts like crazy, like here, sign 1800 times. Look, it's a freaking phone. I signed, I signed less times to buy a car, you know, mm-hmm. that's like 4,000 times the price. <laughs> yeah. If not oh, more, yeah. you know, it's like, you're going to hassle me over a freaking thousand dollar phone. Give me a break. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's just, oh, this is what you'll pay. And then you get your bill and it's never the truth. Yep. So you fall out of your chair. What? You go back in there. You said it was going to be that. No, sir. We don't even offer that, that low price. Mm. Oh, the, who, who are you talking? Like, yeah, Fred, he's, he doesn't work here. Jesus. <laughs> I see his car out in front <laughs> telling me to come out from back. So I see you, you uh, are, are stepping in and going to take another story. But yeah. Throwing more I, in. I, just I, keep yeah, playing. Yeah, I forgot to add this one in. <laughs> I had the tab open in my browser, but I didn't add it to our thing here. But uh, there, would you be excited if I told you you could get a Series X early? Well, you can. Ah, that's, that's like clickbait, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I'm not buying it. Uh, get just so, buy a drink at taco bell right or or do on the dat in the rewards program right now if you become a what what do they call it at the xbox hall of fame 
if yeah. you can get 10,000 gamer score in like a week. <laughs> you know, I was looking at that. I'm like, that's like impossible. At it's least for Im- me. It's not impossible if you don't have a job and, you know, you, you can, you can do it. If you, you can really, play it, really work you it. really could get it real easy. There's by now you just go play all the freaking easy one K games. I mean, you go find the top 10 games that you, cause you have not, never played any of them. You know, you could probably knock it out in a day. If you got, if you just went and bought the games. Oh, might have I mean, to some of them I've... take like two hours and you got the one K, you know? So it really wouldn't be that hard. A little research on true achievements or something. Yeah. But still not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Because you're still not going to win. <laughs> yeah. That's what it comes down to. Yep. But anyways. Anyways. So how, Rob, can I get a free <laughs> Xbox Series X? Well, uh, out on the interwebs, there's uh, a guy by the name of Not Ian's Idea where he shared that he did a 3D printed Series X piggy bank. Oh, geez. So if you got a printer, you can definitely do this, but uh, it is a Series X looking piggy bank um, in all of its tower glory. So I guess you'd want to use, uh, you know, some black filament and uh, it's uh it's kind of interesting. And uh, let's see here. He posted uh, the 3D files for printing at GrabCAD. Let me see. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's at GrabCAD. Um, so he's got all the stuff in there. And you can uh, print it. And wow, only 34 people download this thing since September 24th. Apparently, not a lot of people are printing their xboxes early yay yeah but uh the way that he has they have a 3d printer too yeah but he actually has it where um it has that little xbox logo button Uh that lights up so (laughs) oh and major nelson in a reddit thread labeled it as very cool so yeah, so if you're interested in that, uh, you can be the 20, no, the 35th person to download the files <laughs> and uh, enjoy it. Okay, I'm done. All right, so here's something that I read that this has me interested, and I might have to boot up Division 2. I never even finished the game. Um, I need to do that, and then there's a bunch of DLC I have never played, but... 100 floors of enemies from every faction are waiting for you in the summit. This is a new mode available in the Division 2 on Xbox One. It's playable in solo or in co-op. This mode's going to test whether you have the skills, the strategy, and the... This is the quad strength, which I, I think they mean squad, but there's only four of you strength to make it to the top of a skyscraper packed with enemies and objectives to confront on each floor so think of it like a hundred waves of horde essentially but you're going to actually work your way up this hundred levels um which so which i think is kind of cool because you're not staying in the same you're not on the same map like in a lot of horde modes 
this is gonna you're going up in a up in a building so yeah, yeah. this will also mark the availability of season three which brings a host of gear and loot updates as well as new seasonal challenges this new season and mode are free for players who own the warlords of new york expansion um it says fighting your way through 100 floors may seem daunting but you'll unlock reusable checkpoints every 10 floors and you can always start at the 51st floor if you want to kick things off with a bang higher floors pose tougher challenges and the floors will not be the same when you replay them so that that's cool too so when you go back and play it again it's going to be different um the variety sure. of enemies and objectives not to mention the unique rewards you stand to earn including a new exotic make the summit the perfect place for pve players to prove their prowess um, in addition to that they're adding a new manhunt target uh barden schaefer the leader of the black tusk um but uh yeah that that summit sounds pretty cool <laughs> oh yeah that i think is something i might have to boot this up and see try to find a group of people to play that with i think that sounds like a blast i mean yeah it's horde mode but you're climbing a skyscraper doing floor to floor combat i just i don't know that sounds really cool you gotta get really good in the in the stairwells <laughs> yeah no kidding um <laughs> or it'd be like hey mark come on you open the door to the hallway <laughs> on the new floor come on open the door you go first this time <laughs> So that that's cool. It's uh it's nice to see something new, right? Yeah. That hasn't been done before. Or a new variation of. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's essentially it is a horde mode, but yeah, you're going to have 100 different levels, like different environments and the floors are going to be different and I don't know how different it will be on a replay. You know, how much how much can you do? You know, maybe they mean at the here's your hundred floors and here's what each floor looks like. And then when you come back, those are all shuffled. I, I, you know, maybe different people on O's and stuff. I don't really know what, but still it's uh sounds like it's going to be cool. So, and I would imagine two is part of that. If you remember like rainbow six, two and rainbow six, one, uh, they had the um, terrorist hunt mode, you know, like you would play it enough to know, like the, the the every level is like the the, the terrorists kept coming in, in the exact same spot, so you get to the point like you knew exactly where everybody was going to be. So th this sounds like it won't be that way. It's you're never going to know where they're coming from. It's going to be changed up all the time. So that's really cool. It it's will make for a fun a fun experience. I think. Yep. Um, another cool interesting thing on the gaming world mortal kombat 11 is adding sylvester stallone's rambo as a dlc character alongside classic characters melina and rain um, mortal kombat 11 will also receive an ultimate edition coming out november 17th and both the base and the ultimate versions of the game are coming to ps5 series x series s with free upgrades for current gen owners um but yeah i saw a video with this rambo <laughs> I'm like it was, it was cool, <laughs> and I'll tell you, man, those Mortal Kombat 11 videos, oh, so violent, so brutal to watch. It's it was, but it was really cool to see Rambo come out <laughs> in that in that video mm -hmm. in their little trailer. So uh, check it out, um, November 17th. 
Um, let's see. Star Wars Squadrons. So I actually picked this up the other day because I'm like, I know my youngest will like it. Um, so Star Wars Squadrons, first of all, dude, this game is tough, man. Yeah. I, I, uh, I was struggling with like the, the whole, the fact that you're in space trying to fly and you're doing mm-hmm. dogfights and stuff is just everywhere and you got planets and starships that you can run into and <clears throat> this was a tough game um the sad thing about this is that right now the developer of the game has no plans for post launch content right now or even putting it on Oculus Quest until uh, they do well right now there's no plans so i mean the fact that the game's out and they don't you know a lot of times they're gonna have they're already working on it by the time the game releases. The game's out and they have no plans to do post-launch content or do a, a VR port of it. It seems like okay, I guess this was a one and done and that's it. Which kind of stinks. It's like, well, I, maybe I shouldn't have plucked down the 40 bucks on the game. Um, or whatever it costs, but um the it's it's you play as both sides. Um, the game looks really good. It's kind of cool to be sitting in a TIE fighter or and looking out that screen, um, you know, if you played the, if you grew up on the PC, like Rob and I did, you might remember X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Oh yeah. Very, mm-hmm. very popular DOS game back in the day. Um, I think you'll like that if you really liked that. I mean, this, you get to like boost your engines, boost your lasers, you know, boost shields, stuff like that. And you got to manage that as you're playing. Um, it's it is tough. Like I, I'm struggling with like the controls and where am I going? And it was, I wasn't expecting it to be, uh, for me to struggle with this one. Like I am, but, um, I'll probably have my, my youngest here, come play on my game and <laughs> get me some achievements. Finish this for, level me. for me. I can't figure it out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you play as both sides. So there's a, there is a single player campaign. I haven't done any of the multiplayer yet. I don't think I'll ever dive into multiplayer on this because I'm like, I can't even figure out how to do it in the campaign. But um, it's an interesting little story so far. Um, a, a nice looking game. So I'll have to try it on the new TV. But it looks even better. Mm, yeah. So, um, but yeah, just an FYI, if you were thinking about buying the game right now, there's no post launch plans. So uh, maybe it'll help you save a few things. So <laughs> this I thought funny. So of course we titled our, our show going horizontal. Um, so <clears throat> I understand this was pulled, but at some point this week, Xbox took a little jab at PS five. So the PS five did a, or I'm sorry, Sony did a kind of a breakdown. Did you see the breakdown of the PS five Rob? I didn't watch the the whole thing. I watched the uh, the one that I posted in our Facebook group from Modern okay. Vintage Gamer, where he did commentary on it. Okay, I don't I don't remember if I saw that one. I might have, but so, anyways, they were in the video. They were they did a lot of different things, um, and one of them was that the console, like the Series X, is built and meant to stand on stand up vertically um and but if you want to lay them horizontally you can 
so the Sony, this was like, a, I think it was a Sony engineer um, who was doing the video yeah. and he took the, he showed you how to remove the stand. There's like one screw in the bottom and you undo the screw and the stand comes off. And then the stand itself has a little, like a place that you can put that screw. And then there's like a little black cap that comes out and you plug the hole and then you can slide the base at the to hide like the screw in there so that's complicated isn't it (laughs) you know it's it was one of those things that it's like it seems like a lot just for a screw and a stand but again engineered it's it was yeah over engineered but it's also nice to see like it's one of those small details it's like somebody thought about this so that you don't lose the screw and that you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. It's nice when you have a product that has been well thought out. So I thought that was kind of neat, but yeah, over-engineered for a screw. And then they, they put the stand and, you know, they show you how to it clips on somewhere. I don't know where the clip comes from, but it claws onto the side and you can lay it down horizontally. Well, and it looked like it. So that stand is like circular, right? I, I yes. imagine a couple inches around. Yeah, it's a circular stand. So that whole, so when that whole system is horizontal, it's resting just on maybe like, I don't know, four, five, six inches. Yeah. But it, it's, it's an interesting not, design. Well, it, it, I, it's weird. It, it's yeah. strange, but you can't, because the, the, the PS5 isn't like, it's got those waves to it. So you, if you want to set it on its side, it's not going to sit right. It's going to wobble, yep. right? Because it's mm-hmm. got those like wings or whatever. So you you move the stand and you can put it, it. They show you how to put the stand on it so that it sits on that stand and then it won't wobble, right? Right. Well, if you remember back to when the Xbox One came out and they were talking about digital sharing and all this, Sony came out with a video of like, here's how you share games on a PS4. Hi, Billy. Here's the game, and they handed the game to each other, and they smiled at the camera. See how easy that was. Well, Xbox had kind of a chance to do that, so they, they had it. This is from the Xbox UK Twitter account. It said how to switch the Xbox Series X from vertical to horizontal, and they show a picture of it vertical, and then the next picture is you just is of it laying on its side. You just lay it on its side. <laughs> you know. That's all there is to it. <laughs> no screwdriver so, necessary. No screwdriver, no hiding a screw, no moving a stand. You just you just lay it down. And I thought that was so funny. And I I, I guess Microsoft pulled it. But it's like, come on, it was a playful jab back in their face. You know, if they can't yeah. laugh at that, you know, it was just kind of they did the same thing they did. I, I don't think Sony I go, maybe Sony fanboys would have been upset about it. You know, we thought the the stupid thing was from Sony was stupid too, but I thought it was funny that kind of kind of back at them using their own little tactic against them. And I, I just thought it was <laughs> really funny. <laughs> I loved it. So maybe maybe I'm a fanboy. And I am. This is but. the kind of stuff that Twitter's all about anyway. That's all it's for. Yeah. This and hating on people. <laughs> anyway. But that was classic. Yeah, I loved it. it. Thank you. Thank you, UK Xbox. You guys rock. <laughs> yeah, that uh I gotta say though, that I don't know if it was just that that guy 
in that video looked small or was small, but man, that dude five looks huge. Dude, I made a comment. It took up his entire torso when he <laughs> stood that thing up. Like yeah. all you saw was the dude's head and his in his waist. Like his torso is gone behind this thing. Mm-hmm. Like that thing is huge. Either that or like you said, he was really small. Yeah. But th- yeah, they should maybe if this guy is abnormally small or something, I mean uh yeah. I mean maybe He's like in four foot ten. I don't know, but yeah, he disappeared behind it. And I thought, I was like, mm-hmm. I remember sitting here going, holy crap, look at that. Um, yeah, because when he had it disassembled and then he had all the panels like laid out in front of him, like all yeah. symmetrical and stuff like that. I mean, it just like you saw those panels and it's like, wow. There, There's a lot. And I, I couldn't understand one of the videos I saw. They're like, oh, that looks pretty straightforward. I'm like, I'm like, dude, did you not watch the Digital Foundry one where they put an Xbox together and all the parts were on the table and there was like eight parts and it all just fit in? Like, this thing's got like crazy amounts of pieces. And I will say a lot of plastic. And I I tell you what, I can I I'm predicting that there's going to be a lot of complaints about broken sides. Because when he was pulling the panels off, I was like, <gasps> I was cringing. You know, it's like you pull off, um, well, Rob, I know you've done car stereos and, you know, you've had to snap the, you know, the dash off or the, the sure. plastics off, you know, to change out a radio or whatever. That crap snaps and breaks pretty darn easy. You know, you're always like, it does, yeah. that's what I felt. And I watched it a couple of times and every time I was like, oh, like cringing, like, oh, you're going to snap it, you know? Now, and this was somebody on the first piece he removed. This is someone that knows how to do it. And he still looked like he was struggling with it. Now, the other side seemed to come right off very easily. But that first one, I was surprised how much he had to bend that plastic to get it to pop out. I I don't think it's a good design for people to get into because they were talking about i remember seeing like oh here's a slot to add like to do something with external storage and i was like i was trying to figure that one out i was like it looks really tiny but like if i gotta go through all these steps to get into it ooh, and risk mm-hmm. snapping plastic little clips mm, i think i will pass you know it, yeah. it did not look very user-friendly in that aspect. Yeah, the modern vintage gamer guy was talking about that, and he said compared to the prior PlayStations, it doesn't look any more difficult than previous. But uh, I've never had one, so I don't know fully what's involved. But, uh, yeah, it looks like it's just like some kind of NVMe slot or something. And yeah. You just take it apart and pop them in. And... Uh, when he's taking those panels apart, I immediately thought of, do you remember those old Packard Bell computers from the old Circuit City days? Remember uh, those at all? Yeah. Packard Bell Legends. They actually used to have like front face plates that you could pull off and there were different colors that were available. You could buy them to customize your computer. I'm like, oh, I wonder uh, if there's going to be some opportunity in this. Like if... Uh, 
third-party companies are going to be making any kind of, you know, panels on eBay or AliExpress. Because technically, all you need to do is just get new panels, right, to customize your system. Right. And, I yeah, I think he, one of the videos I was, like, talking about, it might have been that guy was saying maybe they're going to have custom panels um, and people can, you know, put different colored panels and stuff. I don't sure. know if they'll do it. I mean, the, it's funny to think about that because, like, well, the 360, the 360 had customizable faceplates. Like, mm-hmm. is Sony taking uh, something out of Microsoft's Wayback Machine <laughs> to go. try to act like, hey, look what's new? Uh, that's not new, guy. <laughs> what's old is new. That's like 15 years old, and your competitor did it first. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Anyways, I posted that little link on our facebook group the little picture i had to <laughs> post that picture that tweet it's in our facebook group so if you haven't seen it just go there and you'll see it and if you don't understand that then uh if you don't understand the jab then again it has to do with uh e3 what was that um let's see if this article mentions that i don't remember what e3 it was but it was back when ps4 and xbox one came out all right. Um, do I have anything else? I do. I have one yeah, more one thing. More. One more thing. So Phil Spencer was talking about some xCloud on console. So there was <clears throat> the man about tech uh, reached out on Twitter to Aaron Greenberg and Phil Spencer and said, any chance this could happen at some point about uh, xCloud on consoles? Because right now we know you can do xCloud on an Android, and that's pretty much about it. Um, and uh, there was ben, a reason why he asked. Oh yeah, so Ben Gilbert. Oh wait a minute, am I reading this out? So I guess someone named Ben Gilbert said, "I'm writing about Game Pass, and I can't stop thinking: Why doesn't Xbox Game Pass have streaming on consoles and PCs?" So people could use the service to demo games instead of having to download them. And Phil responded saying, yes, we want to do this. It's in the long list of cool things. The X cloud team is working on just a bit further down the list, but we want console and PC players to be able to browse as easily as mobile players. It's a good game pass feature. Uh, so that's so, pretty cool. Yeah. So it's going to come. It's just going to take some time and, I'm still a little annoyed that they're doing it on Android. Um, like, why can't you make that available on your Surface tablets or Windows PCs? You know, especially your Surface tablet. Like, that's your own product. You know, I have a Surface tablet. I have an iPhone. I can't, we can't use it on iPhone due to Apple's restrictions, you know. Hopefully they get around that, but again, I'd rather use Game Pass on my Surface if I'm traveling because I always travel with my Surface tablet, you know. And I'm I don't I can't see myself playing a lot of games on my my phone. But it's coming; it'll get there eventually. So, well, I can tell you one reason why it's on Android and not the Microsoft stuff is because the- uh, market share of Android is eighty five percent of uh all mobile devices yeah but it's still a microsoft product they should be yeah. able to put it into windows it, it's not it, it can't be that hard it's 
It's you're just streaming it. Yeah. You know, it's, from their own servers. Yeah, it's some prioritizing, I guess. You should be able to stream it from your own server to your own hardware and your own OS. Mm-hmm. You know, instead you're streaming it to not your hardware and not your OS. So, I mean, I'm glad they're doing it. I'm just surprised that you can't do it to like a Surface tablet. Yeah. It, it just seems out the gate that they would at least cover their own stuff too. So, but it's coming. Yep. All right. That is all I got. All righty. All right. Let's uh, move on over to the community section. A uh, couple quick things. Uh, if you would like to hear your voice on the show, obviously nobody does except Catflap. About whatever, you can send us a voicemail. Uh, either do an MP3 recording and send it on over to contact at this xboxlife.com or use the handy dandy uh, widget on our website, thisxboxlife.com, and do a recording there up to 90 seconds. Do multiples if you want to talk longer. And uh, we got another one from uh, Cat Flat. All right, let me cue that up. Oh, uh, what? All right, go ahead. I have breaking news, but no, keep going. All right, and here we go. Good morning, gentlemen. Cat Flat 1970 here. Just started playing The Outer World thanks to Game Pass. Quite a intriguing game, quite enjoying it. Seems very like Borderlands. Is it worth me spending over here £89 on the Borderlands Super Deluxe? I have a feeling it's going to be very, very similar to The Outer Worlds, which I'm playing now. Does anyone have any experience of this? Um, is it worth getting Borderlands 3, which is still very high priced at this point in its game's life? The Outer Worlds seems very, very similar to it. Who knows? Don't know whether to pull a trigger and to buy that one. And I've also ordered the new Oculus Quest 2 and was able to return my Oculus Quest 1 thanks to the pre-order. Um, sorry, Amazon's 30-day money-back whatever policy. Uh, returned it, made use of that, and now I've got the new unit coming out. I shall let you guys know what that is like and if it is a better or worse than the older generation. Good show as always, chaps. Hey, thanks once again for your uh, your voicemail there. It's man, that's pretty cool. You got to return his original Oculus Quest there. Yeah, definitely. Wish. Let us know what you think of yeah. the. I, I saw it in the store the other day, um, it, uh, at the Best Buy. They had one sitting on an end cap. I didn't pick it up. I was just like, no, nope, stay away from it. First of all, who knows who's been breathing and sweating into the thing, but. I'm like, I don't want to look at it and see that it's better than what I have. <laughs> yeah. So, but let us know what you think. Um, it'll be interesting to to know from someone who does does have the chance to use it and compare. Yeah, and and definitely let us know uh, what games you tried it on or what uh, what stuff you tried it on, so you can compare between the two. Yeah. <clears throat> As for Borderlands Three. In the outer worlds, um, I I didn't think that the outer worlds was like Borderlands. I actually, to me, the outer worlds is like Mass Effect. That's the game that I compare it to. Um, maybe your the comparison is 
because of the visual look of it. Um, but you're still doing missions. You're still, I think they're still very different games. Um, I think if you really love Borderlands, then you're going to enjoy Borderlands 3. Uh, Borderlands, I was kind of bored with Borderlands 3. I didn't really enjoy it until I played with a group. Um, then I had a little bit more fun with it. I, I think everything's that way. It's more fun with friends. Um, I would imagine, you know, which I, here in the UK, I don't know if they do like Black Friday in the UK. I don't know if that's just a US thing or not. But if you have deals over there um, in your part of the world where, you know, over the holidays, well, I guess they don't even have Thanksgiving. I guess they don't do Black Friday. They don't have Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, I, I that, think, for us, uh, it's a Thanksgiving holiday. But I mean, Black Friday just happens to follow Thanksgiving here. But I don't know well, if retailers I, in other countries do that. No, I, I think uh, I think Black Friday has crossed borders. Okay. It, it's definitely in other countries. I would imagine it's probably in the UK. Um, also, Catflap, you are an Amazon subscriber. Or, I mean, you use Amazon. Um, they've got their, I think their prime days are coming up. It doesn't hurt to check and see if you can get a good deal on Borderlands 3 uh, this holiday season. If you can get a good deal on it, I would still pull the trigger on it. I still feel like it's very different from Outer, Wor Outer Worlds. Um, but because uh, Outer Worlds 2 is only a single player, I believe. I'm pretty sure it is. Where Borderlands, you can have three other people in your game. So, yep. um, but Outer Worlds is still a good game. And they got new DC DLC, but I need to get back into that. I got so my game wall of shame is getting so large. Like I've got stuff from years ago that I haven't even started yet. And it's like, this is pathetic. I got to get some time and just commit. Stop playing Fortnite. And I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Stupid the biggest Fortnite time season. Sink. Oh, it is. In fact, I need to go probably play today because they got new season seven challenges out. Yeah. So, or yeah, the new week stuff is out. Yeah. Today. So yeah. And I just finished what yesterday. I finally got all the others done. I got all caught up and I'm oh, behind nice. again. So but yeah, anyways, let us know, Cat Flap, on uh, what you decide to do on uh, the Borderlands and uh, uh, also your your quest. Thanks for the voicemail. Oh, absolutely. All right, uh, we have a Twitter account uh, at this Xbox Life and a Facebook group. Oh, oh uh, hold on, before you do, oh, I gotta do is this. It breaking news. Flash. You know all the ships at sea. That you have to do that, uh, flash all the ships at sea. Yeah, this just came out on Kotaku 58 minutes ago. I got to give Kotaku the, 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 in, but it says a few, a uh, few months back, it seemed pretty unlikely that Microsoft would be able to bring its Xbox Game Pass to iOS devices. But a report today says the game's boss, Phil Spencer, is telling employees it'll be ready next year and it'll likely be using a browser to get around Apple's restrictions. Um, as Business Insider reports, Spencer told staff at an all-hands meeting on Wednesday that Game Pass was looking to come to iPhone and, iP and iPad in 2021 using a direct browser-based solution, which would get around Apple's current insistence on being able to review every game made available for the service. And is also allowed. It's not, so it, it kind of almost reads like getting around it, but that's, Apple even said, put it out through the browser, you know that that was apple's yeah. response of how you can do it so 
Uh, the Verge added that with that technology up and running, Microsoft would also be looking to bring the same kind of streaming availability to Windows 10 PCs also in 2021. It was only last month that changes Apple made to the availability of game streaming services on iOS made something like Game Pass appearing on the platform unlikely, and it would force publishers to release a standalone app for every game they had on the service. Um, Microsoft said of the changes, this remains a bad experience for customers. Gamers want to jump directly into a game from their curated catalog within one app, just like they do with movies or songs, and not be forced to download over 100 apps to play individual games from the cloud. And that's a good point. Like, I can go into Netflix app on iOS. I can go to Vudu. I can go to Hulu, Amazon Prime. I can watch any movie, TV show I want, right? And I, yep. it's one app. So this shouldn't be any different. Yeah, Netflix doesn't have to get Put the blessing of every app, movie uh, right. from Apple. Yep. And they don't have to do a separate install like, oh, go to this movie. Okay, download or install the this movie name app here. Yeah, exactly. It's it's no different. A Apple's just, they're just being jerks. Um yeah. We're committed to putting gamers at the center of everything we do and provide a great experience is core to that mission. So awesome response, Phil. So glad that you and the team are going to find a workaround. Again, this is breaking news. This has been breaking news on TXL. Do -do 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 -do. Back to you, Rob, in the studio. All right. And we've got a Facebook group with an awesome community. Uh, search for us on Facebook. You're supposed to say thanks, Mark, for that amazing update. Now back to our community. You didn't even thank the reporter. Thank you. I appreciate you. That's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you're not a member of the Facebook group, you can ask for access. Just answer two simple questions and you'll be in. On to this week's retail releases. Okay, Rob, Rob, Rob. What you got? Okay, For the week of October 5th through the 9th, we have Ride 4 Special Edition on the 5th. And this is actually labeled as optimized for Series X and S. Wow, I think this is the first one that we had with this, uh, this logo. Ninth uh, Dawn 3 Shadow of Earthel. Came out on the 6th. FIFA 21 this is also optimized for Series X and S. Ministry of Broadcast. Uh, Nickelodeon Kart Racers 2 Grand Prix. Is it Ren and Stimpy in there? Man. Yeah, they got SpongeBob, Ninja Turtles, Rugrats. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy. What's wrong, man? Yeah. And we have area area 86 on October 7th, Skate Master Checo, Airy Sky, uh, Airy Sky Castle, Eichenfell, The Watchmaker on the 8th, Ben 10 Power Trip on the 9th, Dark Grim Mariupolis on the 9th, Smart Moves on the 9th, Street Racer Underground. And the survivalists. So 
FIFA's kind of the shiny penny in that list. There's an alternate list. Let me run through here real quick, see if there's anything we didn't mention. Um, I think we talked. Yeah. Yeah, we got all of these. So, I don't know. Not a really memorable week except for uh, the FIFA, I guess. Uh, Games with gold is still good for, I think we're in the middle of a two-week period now, aren't we? Kind of. Yeah, the next switch is next Thursday. So we're right in the halfway mark of the two weeks. We have, um, for the month of October, Slayaway Camp Butcher's Cut. This is the Xbox One game. And Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. So this is the back and pat for the first half of October. And continuing from last month through the 15th, we have the Book of Unwritten Tales 2. So that is that for Games with Gold. And lastly, if you're an iTunes user, uh, find us in the store. iTunes store, give us a rating. That's a great way to support the show. And uh, the more ratings that we get, uh, the more it boosts us up in the rankings. And thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music. And that is all for episode number, what, 579. Do you have anything else? Any more breaking news? Nope, I'm good. As am I. So, alrighty. Uh, I'm Rob, also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch y'all next week. That's your cue. Um, I'm Mark Wingman709, taking off.